to AE Double Back for August twenty second, two thousand and twenty. Uh, it's a weird. It's a weird day. It's it's Saturday night, dynamite, and uh, I'm I'm all discombobulated. Yeah, it uh, throws my uh, non-existent schedule off. <laughs> I had I I had to cancel plans with my Vancouver girlfriend, so yeah. you, you know you can. You know, you can guess like how that throws everything off. If I was not familiar with the trope of my girlfriend from Canada, uh, your awkward rhythms there when you're by Vancouver girlfriend would definitely have tipped me off that something was amiss. It's yeah. it's called it, it, it's 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 uh, I was doing uh, a Shakespearean uh, uh, delivery that that was uh, iambic. Gotcha. I was I was making an excuse in iambic pentameter. Okay, that checks out. We just don't know the rest of the verse, so we can't tell what it was. <laughs> it, what the it, it was a fragment, yeah. <laughs> Y'all, this episode was a very, very good episode. I have lots of things to say about it. Let's get into it, because I, I definitely there were a lot of highs and there were there were some lows, and so I don't know. Uh, I don't know what my overall feeling is. I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to tally it up at the end to find out what I felt about this show. (laughs) All right. So we start the show with a bang because basketball went over by 35 minutes. Uh, So uh, I was. Hey, guys, we get it. You like dunking. Well, so I was patiently waiting for it to start. uh, And it just like immediately starts off FTR versus private party. Um, And you know what I never noticed before? I never noticed this was semi-outdoors. Oh, yeah. You didn't You didn't notice that? No. I've never noticed that before. It was kind of sunny out when it started. So, um, Yeah, they have like a, like a canopy-type situation over the ring in a lot of the uh, uh, seats. And I was, I was confused at first, too, because uh, I was trying to figure out, is this indoors or outdoors? There's like that thing that looks like the mall, like right next to it, and it looks like it's just open, but also like what is – it's weird. one of my one of my favorite things about the shows that they're doing at, at uh, uh, Daly's place, which is like part of the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium compound, is that like at the beginning of the show, you like the yeah, it's day it's daylight there in 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 Florida even, and and you get to watch the sunset over the early matches. And I'm like that's <laughs> like that, that's a that's a romantic uh, way to to take in a couple matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, because it's FTR, we don't get to see as much of the flying that private party uh, has the capability of doing. But I do like watching private party. Um, what we learn from this is FTR is being coached by Tully, uh, which after the last episode, I didn't. I didn't know that's what was going to happen, but here we are. Yeah, yeah. And that's new. Um, I was, this wasn't bad, but I wasn't all that excited about it. So I middled it. Uh, yeah, I gave it a thumbs up just because um, it was real high energy. You have that sort of uh, clash of styles. It's sort of like sort of the bread and butter of FTRs. Their whole thing is like, we don't do uh, uh, flippy floppy stuff. We just like stand there and punch and kick. And that's that's how they that is their style is to counter 
the uh, high flying with that grounded stuff and like so that it's like right in their wheelhouse it's right in private parties you know wheelhouse and just in general like there um there wasn't a whole lot to the match other than just like it was a solid match so i thumbs yeah. up it i like it beginner, yeah. yeah yeah it was all right i um like it i i remain like we've been getting plenty of of uh, an education on who and what FTR is, but this far into AEW, it still is hard to say a lot about Private Party, which is sort of frustrating. Yeah. Um, uh, like th- there are occasional like like moments where they'll do something, like they were blowing kisses at the, at, at one point in this match, and FTR was was you know getting the upper hand and then blowing like like derisive insult kisses. Um, and I, you know, I think you can always tell when a when a uh, an air kiss is like an a, an attack on you. Um, <laughs> yeah, true, um, very true. I, and I, um, I, boy, I just really do find it satisfying to get like a rules adhered to match in which there is real weight to a successful tag that alters the rhythm of the of the match yeah. and and so you 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 you, do, you tend to get that with with FTR um and that's the thing that uh, Taz actually like brings up they're talking about like do they you know follow the rules or they break the rules and like so on the one hand they're kind of heels so they do break the rules but also they do try and adhere to like that sort of th- this is how tag matches work you hold on to the tag rope and you know do all that so like uh yeah it is it's a it's a real it's it's a nice thing to have that sort of stability in a situation like this so i don't well yeah i don't i don't know what to make of it it was um it was it was good um yeah i don't know uh what does your thumbs up a thumbs up it okay (laughs) all right so next we go to a moxley promo I mean, it's Chef's Kiss. Awesome. Mm-hmm. This uh, is a real insult kiss. You said a whole bunch of negative things about me, but you didn't get all of them. Talk to my wife. She'll tell you what's really wrong. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. And then he's being so cool about it. He's like, I want you to fulfill your potential. Like, I know. Yeah, it was just perfect as usual. Big thumbs up. Moxley's wife. <laughs> who has just left the WWE? So Indeed. who knows? Uh, I, I like. Is she going to go to AEW to somewhere else, or is she just going to like devote herself to compiling a list of Moxley's failings? All of the above. <laughs> uh, this was. It really was delightful to to watch this pro. And I was thinking about this, and and I was thinking again, kind of about what what acting is and what it what it looks like and how like to 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 watch someone who is thinking and feeling and processing and expressing the thought that is in their mind and that moment like begins and 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 completes and 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 then begins again and and to and to watch someone like Moxley who can do those promos well, you don't you don't feel it being a scripted, artificial yeah. like chain of thoughts. You hear him, you watch him think a thing and reflect on the meaning of what he said, 
and 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 put together a new thought. Um, and, 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 and he has that, that lethal nonchalance that I know I've talked about before. And there was this looseness that was, that is, that is kind of super intimidating. Um, that was really in evidence here. Like this was just a, a really good segment. It's also, yeah, you can, you can sort of see why the WWE doesn't really allow this sort of thing, because at least if you're scripting everybody, they're all sort of presenting the same product like this this is a really highly skilled thing that's going on here like you can't most people can't just go off and talk like this and and make it work there's a very few people and you know um like if you tried to give this to everybody uh 95 of them would suck oh yeah so yeah uh it's great work he's he's fantastic every every time i want to not like the promo and every time I walk away, I'm like, well, that guy's good at this. I mean, and think about it. Darby Allen has not been back for very long. He took a, an extended break from wrestling. And so he props him up in such a fucking fantastic way, you know, in the mm-hmm. comparison to self and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, in you know, wanting him to succeed uh, is fucking great, you know. Yeah, uh, just big thumbs up. That's another thing oh, too yeah. is like making getting over your opponent mm-hmm. is is a thing that a lot of people forget what to do. They're like, "You're dumb and you suck," and then like, "Okay, great." So then, who did you beat? Like, yeah. put over the guy. That mm. guy's awesome, and I beat him because I'm more awesome. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like the the top guys in this company like uh, excel at that so much. They're they're so generous. And they understand that that giving is receiving. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Do, so, do we all thumbs up this one? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so then we this is followed by another fucking fantastic Ugh. promo. This might have been better. Oh yeah, I mean it was like so funny the way he was talking about himself and his injury. Like I want to play with my kids. <laughs> like imitating a, his future child is like papa, papa. Uh, <laughs> no, but this is this was like if nothing else had happened after the initial moment and i want to do this uh but because like the way that this segment began it was just like just dead silence then genghis khan <laughs> Uh, Castro, like, no, then followed by Castro, then Napoleon, Castro, Napoleon. Like, uh, it was even it even was, in this uh, AEW is committed to diversity, so we're going with, <laughs> with Asian, like Caribbean, <laughs> French, uh, and, and and his lawyer was equally as good. Whoever this lawyer was, oh man, the lawyer is amazing. Uh, and, and, and like at every level of this, of this, uh, tableau, like you're seeing stuff happen, like watch, like looking at, at his, his assistant Nina yeah. and watching her mm. maintain her fake smile because she's scared. Yes. Uh, like, and, and like, no, like seeing everyone do their thing, like no one. Like this is something that's really great, and something else that I think is really reflective of an, of an excellent um, performer or or even an athletic competitor is what you do away from the ball when you have no reason to think necessarily that anyone is watching 
but you're going to play your thing and you're going to trust, you're contributing and someone may be noticing, but what's important is that you're you're being the part of this engine at all times. Right. And and everyone was doing that here. It was wonderful. And this is all about needing or getting five million signatures to end that move so it never happens again. I was like, man, this is just glorious. <laughs> just building it Thumbs up. And, 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 oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was great. Uh but the, the awesome heel logic of of making it sound like like obvious and not weak to like say like hey if you're if you're so tough then clearly you don't need your one little paradigm shift well what is it are you are you like comp- so weak you need your best move that will defeat me <laughs> I, I'm like I, yeah I don't know he makes a compelling argument like, if Moxley's that great or you know like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this, um, this lawyer guy, like, um, uh, Chad, do you know, like, what, what's up with him? Uh, I, I, I didn't find him. I didn't look him up. Uh, he, we'll see if he, if he's back again, you know, um, I don't know if he's an indie guy or just, uh, like a, yeah, some actor person that they got to do the thing, but he was great. Yeah. Hopefully he's around for a while. Hope so. Yeah. Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, obvious thumb up. Yeah. Okay. So- oh, I, but, oh, uh, before, I'm sorry. Um, I wanted to, I, I, I forgot that I wrote something down that um, the lawyer said. It was something about, like, filing a lawsuit. And he, he said something about, like, I forget quite how he phrased the beginning of it. Uh, but he was, it was something like, I'll, I'll sue you so hard, you'll have to part your hair. I'll sue your ass so hard, you'll have to part your hair to poop. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, which is I don't like understand how, but your what? ass would get so rammed, it's in your skull. <laughs> don't play. I, it, it's a visual that your head is trying to figure out as he's talking, which I always appreciate. You know, the more graphic and bizarre, the better. It was, yeah, I, I just, I, uh, I was just like, I need to, uh, I'll go insane if I don't like get, get that out of my, out of my head here. That's all. Yeah, that was a good mention. So then, I mean, the show builds itself right up into this fantastic uh, pairing of Jurassic Express and American Nightmare versus Butcher the Blade and the Lucha Brothers. Uh, the match itself was was good. I I want to talk about like uh, some of the stuff that happened later in the match. So I don't know if you guys have more to say about the match itself. Well, I just really liked uh, particularly, I mean, like, obviously it's nothing new to say that it's a really amazing when Luchasaurus gets in there and beats ass, oh, which yeah. he, which he definitely did in this match. And I was, I don't know if I always uh, fully appreciate the, the Lucha brothers, but they, they were, they were, they were all doing things uh, that I, I really enjoyed here, like in, like uh, Pentagon was like getting into it with with people al- alongside the ring, and uh, and Ray Phoenix was doing some cool rope walking. I don't know, like I was yeah. like there there was a lot of really good meat and potato stuff in this match for sure. Yeah. Uh yeah well um, 
Blade and one of the Lucha Brothers got in a fight, and Jungle Boy was able to take advantage of that and pin. But it was so weird um, because maybe it is like a, a, a odd pairing, but uh, I was not sure why they started fighting. Um, and I don't know if this would bleed into a second segment or if it's all combined. But when the match ended, someone walked in and started arguing with them and was like, we were in the Indies together. Why is there drama? You know, when you're divided, they're going to beat you. So come with me and we'll take over. And then they got a group hug, uh, which is great because you like seeing that even though there's COVID. <laughs> this, that. Uh, um, that man is that? Eddie Kingston. He, uh, he, uh, challenge for the TV title a couple weeks back. Oh, uh, he's an indie guy who, yeah, that's that's sort of, yeah, that's that's. He's, and he's, he's a really being like, y'all the best in the business, and I was like, mm-hmm. well, maybe not the best. Uh, okay, look. <laughs> Unless we get the high flying, they need to just get more luchas in the fucking AEW because I miss seeing lucha matches. I miss Rey Mysterio. I miss fucking Air, uh, Angel Garza. I miss Umberto, a.k.a. my favorite Kid Galahad. I miss these motherfuckers because it's just awesome to watch, you know? Ricochet, yeah. even. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Miss that shit. Uh, yeah. Um, Butcher and the Blade, they're fine. And uh, I actually like them more than uh, I think they've uh, uh, been shown uh, on screen at AEW. Um, the Lucha Brothers are legitimately um among the finest if not the best luchadors in the world they are real good and when um you let them off the off the chain they just go nuts they need Uh, to do that more so like this yeah this this match uh just on its own was fine it was there was a lot of great stuff and uh, a lot of great action and then the thing at the end where uh yeah eddie is doing this thing Uh, he's he's good on the mic um, oh, yeah. So, like, yeah, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with him I'm and sure. bringing these heels together. I don't know if they're going to do another faction. I, I don't. I, I feel like they're kind of at their limit for factions. But if you <laughs> do something, you know, like it, all of these guys are great. And if uh, there's an angle to it that's new and interesting, I'm I'm for it. I'm down to see that. I. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was I was just going to say I I I enjoyed in the middle of this like tough guy uh, like 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 um, inspirational uh, promo Eddie Kingston made sure to shout out TNT's uh, catchphrase uh, and I was <laughs> like uh, you know like look at where he was like look at where you know, we came we came from the Indies you know on the road blah 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 and now we're on TNT. And, and and at at TNT they know drama, but and then he and then he does the pivot. But why do we have to have so much? Why do we have to have drama? Like he did this thing uh, of, of like uh, uh, like let's you know come on let's let's like have peace and and therefore like climb the ladder. But it was uh, like I, I only wish that he would have started name checking some TNT hits uh to emphasize the point he was making like like if he started mentioning the those Tom Selleck um Jesse Stone movies and <laughs> like all I think which I think was TNT uh anyway like uh I just I just found that interesting guy uh, please proceed 
a that's the mark of a true professional wrestler that they're always working they're always getting over what they need to get over if you need to uh slip in a promo for you know like dr shoals uh uh scented foot pads they'll get that in there they'll get that in there and make it work oh yeah that's how you can tell the dude has been working for a long that's why but yeah, and, and and up and down AEW, they 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 do that like the the um I I I am obsessed with like how often they make a point of trying to goose the ratings for like the 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 uh the movie they're showing after the episode like uh you know like I don't well, I don't know it's not gonna hurt anything if we shout out that they're showing Angel has fallen after the show. Uh, TNT's not going to get mad at that. <laughs> uh, if these are separate segments, I have them both as a thumbs up. If it's yeah, put them all together. One, if it's just one, then it's a mega thumbs up. Same, same. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, so far, this is a fucking fantastic episode, and it just keeps coming, guys. Because then really? we have. Yeah, then we got a little bit with Doctor Britt Baker. This is this is what I'm wondering if you if you if you're so high on this, are you going to be high for uh, for the DDS? I'll tell you. Okay, <laughs> so uh, this is interesting. Okay, this actually was interesting for me. It was a de- it was decent and it was short, which I really appreciated because mm-hmm. I think they let some of these some of her bits go too long. She's saying shit like strep causes cavities and whatever. <laughs> She's like, join my team and Reba will do your makeup for a year. And uh, free dental. Come on now. Free dental. That's, that's huge. That's uh, huge. It was, and that will be an interesting pairing uh, to go up against like Big Swole and whatever. She's doing like some kind of handicap match, which I don't know what that means. But, uh, uh, it would be, I guess, like a three-on-one, or you know, it's like a uh, P- Penelope. Oh, or maybe Penelope and uh, Kip against Big Swole, I guess. Oh, I thought it was going to be Penelope and Britt against Big Swole. Uh, could be, could be, not unclear. I yeah, it wasn't totally clear, but I gave this a middle. Ooh, yeah, because oh. I was actually curious to see where it goes. <laughs> all right then um i give it a, a thumbs up uh because again i continue to be amused by the uh finagling of brit baker um kip and penelope kissing <laughs> weird but like yeah sure why not and then it, that great lead in for the uh the dental care thing love it love it yeah yeah sure i'll i'll i'll, I'll thumbs up and i like it when I like it when Brett Baker, like it's uh, there. It really has such a, such effect when she. You're like you. You know she's leaning on this legit education in dental surgery every time she like she's able to fold in some kind of a, a connection. Um, <laughs> so that was that. Yeah, that was that was really that was really a joy. Yeah, uh, it's not. Um, I think my favorite still is that that conspiracy red yarn one she did way back, and and that one wasn't yeah. remotely as like universally approved as this one. But uh, like I I'm I'm generally a, a big Brit fan. I mean, this show so far, I think we can all agree, is pretty fucking great, and we haven't even gotten to the best parts yet. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, we're entering. Bang, bang. 
we're entering into one of them right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Brent Cassidy is uh, doing an in-ring interview, which anytime there's an in-ring interview, you know something's going to happen. Sure. So he's there with the best friends. And, uh, you know, they're saying, oh, you beat Jericho, congrats. And then Jericho comes out, of course. He's looking a little a little bummed, but he's, you know, his hair's down, which makes me feel like he's just kind of bummed. I don't know. But he's drinking champagne, and he says, you know, congrats for beating me. I've only been pinned three times in like a year and a half. I'm proud of you. You're learning from me. You have what it takes. We're tied, so we really need a third match. And I came up with something brand fucking new <laughs> called a Mimosa Mayhem match. <laughs> is what you think it is. 80 gallons of OJ, 500 cases of champagne in a moat around the ring where you can either win by pin, submission, or being thrown into the mimosa moat. <laughs> This oh is just a God. this is just a genius idea, I and it's 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 shocking it's shocking to have like not thought of that idea um, because <laughs> because of how tightly linked each of them is to one of the two ingredients of a mimosa. Uh, it, it's it's the rare case of like like they do it right at every step of this. Right. Like they they uh, they 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 put forward the concept of this match and they and they immediately explain what it is and it is coherent and you get how it can exist as its own kind of match. You know, un, you know, like, it, like unlike like how it, uh, WWE does things at each one of those steps of like just saying the name and letting that stand and then never really explaining or presenting something different. Um, the, and, and this was a joy and that it all sort of came from this position of supplication on Jericho's part. Like he, I guess, like put together an, an entire promo explaining it in hopes that it would convince Orange Cassidy to say yes. Yeah. Uh, well, God, it's, he also mentioned something about having been the inventor of the briefcase match, which I didn't know, which it just speaks to his creativity um and thoughtfulness towards what the fuck else can we do with this medium you know (laughs) Uh, so he extended the challenge it was accepted and then the inner circle of course comes out to surround the ring uh they do a champagne toast and they start fighting and then they start waterboarding uh, Orange Cassidy with champagne. Uh, champagne boarding. <laughs> right. It was. It looked very painful, and I was scared. Yeah, because they kept <laughs> they kept trying to get it deliberately up his nose, and I'm like, you do know he'll fucking die, right? You know that's possible. Uh, uh, I was I was watching very closely to see the points where he was upside down. Then you could see him like sort of lifting up, and then just trying to like angle it so that like yeah, they're just pouring it all over him instead. Yeah. Of- Directly up his nose. Uh, Yeah, and then the inner circle was flipping off the cameras. I wasn't clear why. Shouldn't it be directed towards Cassidy? Uh, They're bad guys. They're bad. Us at home. Yeah, well, whatever it is, this entire thing, the concept. By the way, this match is going to be September 5th, so we don't even have to wait. Thumbs up. 
<laughs> thumbs way up. Good times. Yeah, yeah. Thumbs thumbs up. No question. Uh, I did the math. Um, 600 gallons or 600, uh, that's 600 gallons of champagne. That's, uh, wow. uh, what that works out to, uh, 80 gallons of, uh, orange juice. That's so a, a terrible mimosa. Uh, but also that is, um, it's, cl- uh, it's close to two hot tubs full, uh, maybe two small hot tubs full of, uh, mimosa. Do you think um, that they're going to, is it, it's not going to be in a hot tub. Yeah. No, no. I mean, they'll they probably got some large tub thing set up, and uh, you know, yeah. one person, if not many people, are going to get tossed in it. Yes, you don't and know that's, what kind of antics are going to happen, but there will be many. That that's the thing is that um, uh, uh, gimmick matches that don't involve like some actual sort of wrestling thing. I'm always very middle of the road on. Like, okay, fine, someone's going to get thrown into a dunk tank. That's Okay, that's great. Um, I, 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 yeah, it's it's kind of silly, and I'm gonna middle it because it's 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 fine. It is exact. It's exactly what it should be. It's doing what it should be. Wrestling should be fun. It's it's a. We'll just. I will. I will say that I thought he was wearing a magical jacket. Yes, I love his jacket. I want that jacket. Uh, I can't. I have nowhere to wear that jacket. But uh, the grocery store, man. <laughs> I, I suppose, I suppose, but I don't want to get Corona all over it. Come on now. I I can only imagine like what the, the white jacket is like going to look like next. If the, if we see that again, I hope he sold it on eBay already. Yeah. If he's wearing white, you know, he's getting dunked. Yeah. Uh, anyways. <laughs> so the next match was really fucking great. Um, it was a six man match. It was Dark Order numbers three, four, and five. They were all masked against the elite Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Now, I like the masked Dark Order because it makes them look like minions. I do feel sad. I love just that they have numbers. But at the same time, I feel sad because their names don't get out there. But I think it's such a cool gimmick. You know? Well, that's why they're doing the thing where they're like, they walk out without the mask. So you're like, okay, I, I recognize that guy. And then they put the mask on and then it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't know how to feel about that because like, I feel like whenever you have them in masks, they're going to lose. They're just basically jobbers at that point. Uh, and I do kind of want to see them winning more. Although given how the episode ended, I, I think like that can be forgiven. I would just like to see, you know, be a little bit more of a threat with the masks on. Cause like that shouldn't mean that you're a, a nobody like yeah. for reals. Uh, the young bucks had fantastic teamwork. Uh, something I noted for whatever reason is that Omega had clearly had cupping marks on his shoulder. So there yep. must be some spas open. Uh, you notice that every once in a while um, that they're really clearly on his back and like, Ugh, I don't, like, you do your thing, man, but, like, I don't, I don't know. Um, this match was kind of nuts. Omega got hit by a chair really badly, and then hit, the ending move looked like it could break a neck. <laughs> and then he takes a chair and starts, like, like he was really going to fuck somebody up, but the Bucks thwarted him, and then they start arguing. Yeah. I, I don't know why Omega is getting alienated at every turn like is he gonna 
turn heel somehow, or I'm not really sure, but he seems to be getting alienated by not just his tag team partner, but then of course this group that he's been in for a while. Um, I don't know, but you know, the whole thing was enjoyable and I gave it a thumbs up. Hmm. I middled it, uh, just cause I feel like there'd been a bunch of tag matches that were all, they're all fine, but like there wasn't much to, behind this. And the thing at the end where Omega snaps, it's still, it's still not clear to me what direction they're going or what yeah. I'm, what I'm supposed to think about him. Yeah. So like the, it's been long enough now that I feel like I should have picked up on it. It should be pretty clear. Yeah. They um, need to have some kind of messaging at this point. Yeah. Um, the uh, Dark Order did a. Uh, I wrote Tombstone on to Nick's tummy, which um, w- seemed real, real scary. <laughs> uh, also, a great move, and you know, whatever. But uh, um, a tummy stone, a tummy stone. <laughs> There's there were there were a lot of good things in it, but like the whole story of the thing just kind of watered it down for me, so I middled it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. There's just a. Uh, good action and I, I i enjoy kenny omega like getting 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 dark um so i don't know i guess i'm not i, I wasn't concerned with um the, the bigger picture stuff with this one i'll just uh thumbs up it. okay next we have um alex marvez was interviewing ftr uh, about the gauntlet match and why Tully is his coach. Same old stuff, basically saying that, well, we want to win. It's interrupted by Adam Page uh, because he was all upset. And then FTR is saying, hey, we had to fake an injury. It was to see who we could trust. And I'm like, <laughs> this is This what is a wrestling. This is wrestling QAnon. <laughs> You know, and it's like, it's interesting that the Bucks are kind of siding a little bit with Omega and FTR sort of siding up with Paige, even though Omega is now fucking going AWOL, so we don't really know what's going to happen with him and the Bucks. I, I don't know. I middled this because I didn't appreciate this. I was like, either it's an injury or it's not. And if you faked it, this isn't a good enough reason. And why is Paige totally satisfied by that answer? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah. No. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's that's the, because it came immediately after the uh, Omega match. And I'm like, okay, I see. So Paige, like, maybe sort of joining up with FTR and Tully, which means Omega, like, stays with the elite or maybe he goes, maybe they've decided like, okay, it's time for uh, Omega to go solo again. Um, I, I, I guess that's sort of how things are shaking out. So like, Oh, it it makes it a little bit clearer. And I don't know. I was, I was actually on the fence of um, middling it or thumbs upping it. And um, I think I'm also going to middle it. I think there's probably really interesting things ahead, uh, but like, the promo itself, it was just fine. Although I do, I do like seeing Tully as a manager, and I want to keep, I want to see, keep seeing more of him doing that. I guess I just didn't find it super interesting. 
um, like I like it like the the plotting of it was kind of going in and out of my head, and it wasn't especially entertaining to be on its own merits. And I like I think a lot of the time I was mostly thinking about like how Alex Marvez's like purple shirt looked like it was possibly way too big uh, because like the one sleeve seemed like it was coming out about a mile. And, and so I was just thinking about how often I would hide that, like, try to hide like that I was wearing a way too big shirt under a, a jacket. I don't know. So like that, like I, I, that was the most interesting thing about it to me, I guess. Uh, so I feel like I, yeah, I just have to thumb, thumb my heart and thumb this one down. I just want to jump in and say that, uh, I've been cutting Alex Marvez a little slack because he's been a wrestling journalist for a long time. And so he's, he's got a, a fair amount of uh, cred, but also he's just terrible as, uh, an interviewer. And I do not want to see him. Mm. Uh, note to self, AEW. Yeah. <laughs> What, what, are you? Yeah, uh, you're giving them a, a note to themselves. Yeah, whoever's listening, footnote that. <laughs> are you trying to fraudulently make them think they gave themselves that note? Like you're, you're trying to speak it in their handwriting, However, so that they, they're like, man. maybe I forgot that I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. So the next bit. Okay. Uh, I kind of rated two different things because there's the match and there's the aftermatch. So I rated them separately, but um, if we rate them together, I'll. Uh, well, yeah, they'll go together. Okay, okay. All right. So basically, this is Darby Allen versus Big Will something. I didn't Bill, Will Hobbs. Will Hobbs, <laughs> okay. yeah. And um, I had to look up to see, make sure he wasn't uh, Willie Mack, and I just hadn't uh, oh paid real close God. attention. Um <laughs> Though I will say, like, uh, uh, that's actually a good thing because I love Willie Mack and I like this Will Hobbs. What little I saw of him, I guess he's been on Dark. Uh, maybe I'll get around to that eventually. But yeah, he looked good and I liked he's him. I want to see more. And Darby is half his size, and Big Will can toss him around. And it's very clear in many instances that Darby has zero strength to lift this man. <laughs> and that shit I like. I hate it when people are massive. Huge, enormous, and the shrimpiest dude uh, does some move, and the big dude just pretends like that guy actually can pull it off because it's so obviously not true. So I like that they actually showed instances where Darby can't move him. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Uh. Anyway, so. I think and this is, was a moment where I was like, are they par- piping in crowd sounds? Because I don't see any people. But there was a lot of crowd sound. Hmm. That's a good I, they, had, they, they had been... Um, I, I, my understanding was that they were going to start having some more people like they were already having wrestlers around and they were having even some people besides that, that were from whatever source. But, and I know I read about them planning to sell tickets to like to sell a limited number of tickets to events. And I don't know when that was meant to start. It might've already been as of this show, although I don't, I didn't particularly recall 
seeing that showcase. So I don't, I guess I don't know. Okay. Well, Darby won Barf, um, but he won. And then Taz starts chatting and the next bit just really fucking got me. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. saying, hey, we got another Darby. And then Ricky Starks comes out. He's made to look like he has paint on him to look just like Darby. Did his hair <laughs> really big. He's got emo written on his neck. Oh, the stuff he was saying, like, some people can live their dreams and I live my night. <laughs> I fucking loved it. And he's a fantastic talker. Holy yeah. shit, he's so good. Um, and then Brian Cage comes out. I mean, I... I rated the match a middle, but because of this bit, it's getting an enormous thumbs up. Because oh, yeah. It's so fucking entertaining and so funny. Um, it showcased Ricky Starks in a great way because, like, I don't think we've seen him talk much. Um, he did, I think, uh, last week of the week before, and I think they're giving him more because uh, they recognize, oh, yeah, yeah, this guy's good, and he's, he's getting great. heat. Yeah. So, yeah, having him talk for Brian Cage gives Taz a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing them as a duo was cool because um, I, I don't think we've really seen them as a duo yet. We've recognized that's happening. but um, Also, too, though, like uh, Taz didn't get in, uh, that much of a break. He still talked. Oh, yeah. And when he said, you schmuck, I don't know why oh. I popped for that. But just the mm-hmm. way he said it, and just to like, I'm just terrible. I'm just huge badass. And I'm going to flip you and I'm going to suplex you. And then, and then I'm going to be an old Jewish grandfather. I'm going to mm-hmm. give you what for. Uh, it, I, I noted that also. And it came at a point where something was taking too long. And it was like a filler moment. And I was like, what a fucking great move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just mm-hmm. immediately was like, oh, this, there's too much of a pause here. You schmuck. <laughs> you know? Like, it was great. Again, professional. That's yeah. what you can tell when they're covering, and you can't even tell. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Uh, the, 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 like, the, the, I enjoyed the, the match. I, I think I tend to, I, like, I, I, I like the style that, that Darby Allen, like, like, does. And uh, Hobbs is is pretty is pretty cool. Like it's, it's exciting to imagine seeing him do more because he really has like a great like Hoss like physicality. Um, and and then yeah, the the whole the whole after part of that was really very was really very funny. Uh, I, I, that was that was that was a uh, pretty well executed. Like and to to, have, to go to that length is is really welcome as opposed to simply folding a couple like mocking like uh like uh imitating words but to to be like hey guess what uh we we planned a whole skit parodying you look at the hours we put into this yeah Yeah. oh my god it's great uh yeah like uh, it's a big thumbs up on this on this together for sure uh uh, Jr. calls Darby Allen a strange enigma. Brings it up a couple times. I don't know who coined the term "charismatic enigma" for Jeff Hardy back in the I want to say it's the late 2010s, but I always hated it. I thought it was dumb. Like he has face paint on. What? Uh, how is he enigmatic? Other than like he can't talk, so doesn't talk. 
um how is he charismatic i don't know he's like he's attractive and when he first showed up in the you know the late 90s like um he had a lot of female fans because he's you know an attractive young man but like all of all of that i anytime now i hear enigma in the context of wrestling I'm like, nope 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 you don't know what that word means don't use that word it's no good uh now we see a brand new wrestler being showcased the enigma uh enigma uh apparently is available because for whatever reason they changed the regular name of the riddler for the new movie i I was trying to process that what come on now edward enigma is money in the context of a comic book it's fabulous yeah absolutely Uh, like it's it's edward something else in the i i think that they were like well you know we're doing uh Edward we're doing producers. We're, we're do, like the, the new movie is like uh, seven Batman, and they're like, oh come on, we like we can't we we can't have like any kind of joy uh, appear mm. in this. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, uh, I was about to say uh, no spoilers because I haven't seen the trailer yet. And then I thought for a second that would mean that. The words coming out of my mouth would make so little sense mm-hmm. that I would have to slap myself because it's a trailer. And who? Yeah. Why would anybody care about spoilers for a trailer? I'm like that's that's on me. I'm a bad person. <laughs> so uh, don't tell me how the new Carl's Jr. commercial ends. Uh, the hot girl eats the burger. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, really riveting stuff. Um. So then we've got Sammy Guevara with the cue cards again. Again, I love this picture in picture in the commercials. Makes it entertaining. And then you can see his cards were clearly messed with by Matt Hardy because they start saying funky shit. And then Matt comes out and gets him with a chair. Matt, quote unquote, deleted him, beats the shit out of him. Um... And then it's back to the, like, it's not picture in picture anymore. We're just back to the regular show. And Matt keeps beating the shit out of him. His shirt says, I don't die in, like, really bloody looking letters. <laughs> Throws Sammy across the stage into the announcer's desk. The refs have to come in and try to stop Hardy. He's saying, it's not over. I mean, anytime I get to see Matt Hardy in any capacity is a thumbs up. So sure, thumbs up for me. Yeah, I'm I'm pissed because uh, I was watching it on demand instead of live. And when it's on demand, you don't get the picture in picture. So I I saw the uh, I saw Sammy coming out with the signs. I was very excited, and then it just got to so I don't know I don't know uh, insurance or something like that. And then came back, and uh, Matt Hardy was uh, beating the piss out of him uh, uh, with a chair, which uh, you know I got I got what I needed basically. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I I'll, I'll thumb that up because. Uh, uh, I'm not a fan of Jeff, but I've always been a fan of Matt. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And anytime Sammy Guevara can get a little ass. Fair. Mm-hmm. True, true. At the Indeed. moment, uh, appreciate him. Sure. Where are you at, Calder? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a. Uh, no, I. Uh, yeah, it's a, a thumbs up for me. It was. It was enjoyable. Like it. it I'm. I'm really like all appreciating like what they're doing with the the picture in picture stuff. It's. It, it's. 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 It's like actual usable, entertainable like stuff that they're doing. So that that's uh, pretty cool. And it's. 
it's nice to see them like making something of, of what happened before. Yeah. Uh, then we have a promo with Thunder Rosa. This shit was amazing. Uh, yeah. She's the NWA Women's Champ. And literally this promo, I don't know this. I've, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen this wrestler personally. And I want to watch the fuck out of whatever she does. That is how solid this promo was. I'm a huge fan now. Thumbs up. Yeah. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. I, I, I like that they're bringing in um, uh, wrestlers from outside and sort of like making a larger world of it mm-hmm. like they used to back in the uh, territory days. Uh, and she she's great. She's I this is the first time I've seen her. And like, yeah, I also want to see the match because of her how good she's talking. Yeah. 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 Like, like absolutely. Like she was immediately like really compelling and like it, it can be a real shot in the arm for, for all of the, the women's division. So I'm excited for what that leads to. Absolutely. Uh, then we've got a match, which is very exciting. Diamante and Ivelisse versus the nightmare sisters who are terrible at tearing shirts, even <laughs> already pre slashed. Um, and barely on as it was. Um, well, I think that, yeah, uh, maybe like uh, they were like, they were overconfident because they knew it was pre teared. Uh, and so they, they even modulated their effort below that. And then they, you know, they ended up like looking like, like fools because they didn't make the, just the right amount of effort. Didn't they learn from Mr. T? Or no, who was it? It wasn't Mr. T. It was um, no, Mike Tyson. Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson. Knew something with a T. Um, all right. So I feel like from matches I've seen, Diamante and Ivelisse are much better wrestlers than the Nightmare Sisters. And the Nightmare Sisters seem like a women's version of the Rhodes name just because, just to like expand the Rhodes family. Yeah. I, I really don't understand. They're not great. Um, I will. Well, I'll say, I'll say this one. Uh, the Nightmare Sisters is a much better name than the Natural Nightmares, so they have that over them. Um, Brandy Rhodes is um, is a big force in AEW. is a big part of its success, and like um, uh, I'm very much for Brandy Rhodes. She is not a great wrestler, um, and I feel like the best call is just to stay off a of TV and just train and do what you yeah. do and uh, come in when, you know, I don't know how long it takes, but it's, it's, it's one of those things where uh, when AEW first was a thing, people were like, Oh, what a Cody, you own the place and you're just going to make yourself champion. Right. It feels like nepotism a Absolutely. little bit. Cause like, like Cody is an amazing wrestler. You mm-hmm. make him a champion. Yeah, like really there's a legit cause for that. Even Dustin, you know, is a legend and still is looking pretty good for his age. But like Brandy is not great. She's not great on the mic. Always. She's sometimes. Um, and yeah, it's, it's tough because you don't want to say like, ugh, women get them off my TV. Um, she is a, a, a great there role model. A and a lot of strong performers. Why waste our airtime? You know? Yeah, but at the very least, at the very least, they did not win. The yes. correct people went over. Exactly. And I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, if these fucking ladies win, I'll be so pissed off. And they didn't. So thank God for that. But then when the thing happened in the match, some dude tried to cut one of the Rhodes people tried to come in and help. And I fucking 
hate that moment. Who the fuck? No, women don't need saving you, asshat. What the fuck are you saying about women's wrestling if you come in to try and help your girlfriend? Fuck you. I was like, you're either clearly acknowledging that they suck ass and should not be on TV, or you're reinforcing the stereotype of women's wrestling not being as good, even though there are so many amazing performers that we've seen in other leagues. Uh, I haven't seen it as much on AEW, but clearly Diamante and Ivelisse are two of those women. Um, I was pissed at that moment. I'm like, that really, I, whoever fucking scripted that should be fired. Well, a part of the problem is like, uh, they used to be like Brandy used to be a straight up heel. Like she had the, I think it was called the nightmare collective at that point. Yeah. And like, she was doing like crazy stuff. And like, I was like, okay, this is interesting. I like, I want to see where this goes. And for a number of, you know, reasons, that stopped being a thing uh but now at this point it feels like they're kind of faces in which case that is definitely uh not something they should be doing uh having people like interfere with the match uh if they were straight up heels then yeah absolutely go nuts um but they haven't really established that and yeah just it just on a, on a number of levels just not working diamante and ivelisse their win was so satisfying they were given roses and they threw them down because yeah, why are you giving women roses? <laughs> like, come yeah. on, man, they don't need that shit. But they they raised their flags and like were fucking excited and they look like they could be a really good team. There's there are like, I I believe they were just put together to make a team. Yeah, that was the concept of the tournament was that it was all random draws and that shit. They are fucking a good team. So if they continue, more power to them. Yeah. Yeah, Also, uh, I love seeing Medusa there. Um, She's like an old school. uh, I think she's Hall of Fame uh, in the WWE. Uh, One one of the great uh, female wrestlers of all time. Um, And uh, I don't know if she's going to be doing more stuff there, but I hope so. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because, yeah, I've always been a big fan of her. Thumbs up. Everybody? Thumbs up for me. Uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose so. A yeah, gentle you know, thumb you, up. Hey, middle, middle your heart, man. If you want, if <laughs> you want to go that, that way. Are you like uh, through paperwork, Calder? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, uh, I'm doing this whole thing under the nose of a boss in an office. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. no, like, if you, if you, uh, what's that? We promise not to tell. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, okay, so then we have the final match of the night. This is very exciting. Uh, we've got Cody versus Brody Lee for the fucking TNT belt. I the match itself was not as long as I thought it was going to be. It was a good match, as you would expect from these two performers. Um, Brody Lee wins which I was really shocked. I really didn't know they were going to do that. Cody is going on a stretcher, which I was like, oh, that's a good way to save face. Um, then for some reason, the Dark Order surrounds Arn, starts beating the shit out of Arn. Uh, then like Cody, they dump Cody out of the stretcher. Refs try to get the Dark Order out of there. 
Lee hits Cody in the head with the belt and it shatters into pieces. Um, I mean, it just turns into a really big, crazy match. The refs are totally useless. Can't do anything about it. <laughs> uh, this melee. Um, it was really interesting. I'm not sure how you feel about it. I'm so glad that there's a belt change, but I'm curious. Uh, who can get the Dark Order in line? It was really clear that, you know, the, um, the other roads were coming out and... Anna Jay started attacking Brandy. I mean, like, everybody was trying to, like, get things under control between the refs and some security and some other performers. And no one was able to do that. So who's going to be able to get the Dark Order in line? You know, it really kind of leads to this question of it's going to be chaos, maybe. And it's interesting. So I, I don't know how I feel about it. First off... Uh... Ain't nobody referenced the fact that this match is Brody versus Cody, which is yeah, well, I, hilarious. I, I, I did note that uh, okay, like, while watching. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, I believe I brought this up before. Is like, I can't believe that Vince didn't know how to sell this guy because here he, Brody looked like a monster. Yeah. He's a huge guy. And he, he, like, he beat uh, Cody so fast and so clean. That like that on its on its own is a shocker. Yeah, um, no, I, like I, I, in no offense. Yeah, I think that that was a a very smart thing to to do. Uh, like it, the abruptness of it and the 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 uh, the the, the one sidedness of it was. It, yeah, it really was uh, like surprising. Uh, like it seemed like inevitable that like Cody would have to lose at some point, but. Like the yeah, the presumption for sure would be that it's going to be a long, hard fought, even match that they're eventually going to squeak one over on him. So, it, mm-hmm. which is uh, why I thought yeah. Scorpio Sky was going to win last week. Yeah, yeah, because that was uh, exactly that type of match. But this one, yeah, and then afterwards he starts saying like, "You created this monster, like you, Shivani, and you, all the executives." Is basically saying kind of what I would say is like, like you held me down all this time, and now. Now I'm going to be a problem for AEW, and um, I love that. Uh, I think that is exactly what uh, you need in that TV title spot. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, now you know he can maintain this dominance and be a super jerk, and everybody can run in, and you know, you just want to see him lose, yeah. and they can keep that going for a long ass time, and at the same time, get great matches because Brody Lee is also a really good wrestler, mm-hmm. so he's going to make people look good in that ring. Uh, and create new stars um, like of all of the things that AEW is doing well I feel like the TNT title might be the best uh, because it's creating a future for the brand I totally agree with that and you know it's interesting because you know when Cody had the belt really the only motivation for everybody was like oh I want to be a winner I want a belt but when Brody Lee has the belt it's like this good versus evil thing and like mm-hmm. people want the belt be able to bring back, you know, some sort of semblance of order and goodness and whatever the fuck else, you know, because it'll be a little chaotic with the dark order running around, uh, feeling so, um, emboldened by this. Um, it's very fucking interesting. I'm so glad they did this. Uh, I finally decided my feelings on it because I really, sure. I'm thumbs up. Mm -hmm. 
uh yeah like uh, also in that last bit where you know uh he hits cody uh with a uh with a bag that makes a satisfying thunk uh and you're like jesus what was in that bag that and then belt. he uh, that was yeah the other the not a uh, professional belt the other belt yeah and that's uh, i appreciate the theatrics of it yeah. because you do this thing where like um uh a, it's safe. Whatever was in there, you know, clearly wasn't 20 pounds of metal. Uh, and then you get to you dump it out afterwards and it's like all these shattered pieces like, oh, my God, did he shatter the belt on Cody's head? Uh, so it was safe and it looked good, like just dramatic, um, like little things like that. I was like, this is great. Um, uh, Anna Jay, uh, there's that here's that weird thing again where like, uh, yeah, is Brandy a face or a heel? And mm-hmm. you kind of have to have her be a face in this situation so that Anna Jay can choke her out. And then you're like, oh no, you monsters! Mm-hmm. And you know, and yeah, like beating a guy who's on a stretcher already and all that. Like yeah. all of this was a plus. Classic heel. Yep. Yeah, it's great. Uh, uh it, it'll be really exciting to watch. Like where how far how far it goes and what the high water mark ends up being for for the dark order because it seems like you're going going to have to push this like really far before you can really like have it um blow over um like i want i wonder how much uh like uh, how much gold they they can end up like acquiring and 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 who, like who falls under their sway as a result of the of them having more more clout, yeah, like it, it's a yeah, it's a big uh, thumbs up for this for the implications and for the the boldness of not making a meal out of the title change match because that should be always a possibility. Uh, I did the math uh, and I've I've tallied my own personal score uh, because I wasn't sure how I felt about uh, the entire show. At the beginning, mm-hmm. but clearly, clearly, uh, this show is a 91%. Oh, it's so obviously a must watch. It was so uh, fucking good, top to, top to bottom. Is that, yeah, is, that, is that a record, or have we rated something high more highly? I think there was something that was a little bit higher than this, but uh, still real good. Like the only segments that personally for me didn't quite click were uh, 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 right in the middle there. And there were thumbs in the middle, you know, they weren't the greatest, but they didn't suck balls. So like, yeah, yeah, this is fantastic. Good times. Uh, join us next question mark. What is the next Mm -hmm. date? It's, uh, uh, the 27th. Is it Thursday? Uh, yes, Uh, that's right. It's this coming Thursday is the next match. Is it? Uh, the calendar. Look, uh, okay, so the the uh, uh, there was uh, yeah yeah it is yeah, yeah yeah correct yeah of course you're right yeah 27th 8 p.m. Eastern that's gonna be the next match put that on your calendars we will have the episode as soon as we can given <laughs> <laughs> all the changes it changes with our schedules and obviously. For the pandemic, we've had personal schedules change. So if some of these episodes are a little late, our apologies. Look, here's the thing. I have been using the coronavirus as an excuse for all sorts <laughs> of shit. So if you think that I'm not going to use it for uh, this show being late, think again. Think again. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. Watch this episode. Watch the whole fucking thing. Yes. Yes. Bye. Bye.
Bum 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 b